Welcome to Sharing the Victory, the weekly national radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Coming up on the show, we'll hear from Kay Yao, one of the top coaches in women's basketball history. All of my players recognize what I've been going through and the strength that God has given me. We'll also get an update on FCA's urban ministry from former NFL wide receiver Danny Bugs. And we'll listen to insightful comments from former college football coach Fisher DeBerry. It's not where you coach to how many national titles you won or how many bowl games you won. It's where you really think God wants you. Now here's your host, sports broadcaster and former college football coach, Ron Brown. I am truly honored to have as our guest today on Champions of Faith, Kay Yao, the great women's basketball coach for North Carolina State University. Coach Yao, welcome to our show. Thanks for being on today. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I'm I'm grateful to be a part of it. Coach Yao, without a doubt, those of us who have followed uh, women's basketball for years know your name, know your family's name, but also familiar to many of us are the difficult health issues that you've had to deal with. Uh, The cancer that has stricken you, starting in 1987 and then coming back in 2004, then again in 2006. Coach, uh, a lot of people I think would have maybe thrown in the towel by now. You are still pushing on. What is inside of you that would have you press on in the world of coaching? I still feel a passion uh, for coaching, and uh, God has given me a love for people and a love for the game of basketball. And um, I just feel that he would just help me continue coaching at this time. Uh, If at some point in time I feel that it's not in his will or if my health is such that I really have to give it up, then I'll know that that's what he wants me to do. But uh, he has really uh, strengthened me over time, and he's given me a great peace and uh, joy. Hmm. I'm just doing it in his strength and his power. Hmm. Coach, you know, and just that reflection of your attitude there says so much about you. Have any of your players been able to catch that from you and watch you go through this, persevere, and, and how has it impacted your basketball team? Oh, oh, most definitely. I, 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 all of my players recognize what I've been going through and the strength that God has given me. And like everybody that says to me, Coach Al, you're so strong. I, I always tell them, it, well, it's not in my own strength. It's in the Lord's strength. And, and God has said so many times, I'll, I will strengthen you. They see strength, and they know where it comes from, it, and it comes through my faith in Him and my trust in Him. And as a result, they have said many times this year when something happened to them, you know, how can you get down about an ankle injury or this injury or that injury and know what Coach Al's going through. I mean, and they know that if they want to, they can call on the Lord and he will He will give them great strength. Well, Coach, uh, lastly, uh, fear has got to be a reality swirling around you. Uh, you've been at the face of that big C word that so many of us fear uh, all over the world, cancer. And yet with all of that, those three episodes of the returns where you, you thought maybe you had it in remission and, and then it came, it came back, how do you handle 
what might be a very common force in your life because so many of us live out of fear. How does K. Yao conquer fear? Well, I, I think in uh, God's Word, I mean, it, it's probably no telling how many times that he says, do not fear, hmm. for I am with you. I, I will help you. I will strengthen you. I will give you peace. It's just a theme that's repeated over and over. And he wouldn't say that if he wasn't capable of doing it. So I, I think it's what you focus on. You know, you've got to focus on God and his word and that he becomes big and whatever you're facing uh, becomes small. If you focus on what you're facing and dealing with, that becomes big and God becomes small. Hmm. Take God at his word hmm. and listen to what he says and just focus on him and read his word often. And you've just got to get it in your head and it's got to be like a tape that replays over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And you just cling to his words and believe what he has said. Mm. And he he will take that fear away. Mm. Well, Coach Yao, that is very inspirational. And, and I know those of us who are listening to this broadcast right now really can take comfort if we know the Lord Jesus Christ, that we have a playbook, a love letter, the Bible, the Word of God to go to and to meditate on. And, and that is true. The, the Word of God will eat up our fear. And Absolutely. You, and you are a living example of that. And we just want to thank you for your incredible contributions that God has just wired you up for the world of coaching. But you have allowed him, you've yielded him to work through your life, and you've been faithful for so many years. And in the midst of very tragic difficulties in your life, you are still standing and strongly pursuing the Lord Jesus Christ with the vehicle of coaching. So we want to thank you not only for being on the show today, but for representing Jesus in a very powerful, persevering way. Our guest, the very inspirational, courageous women's basketball coach for North Carolina State University, Kay Yao. Coach Yao, thanks for being with us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank, thank you for the opportunity. That was Kay Yao, truly a champion of faith. Next up, a look at FCA's urban ministry with former NFL wide receiver Danny Brooks. Here's FCA President Les Steckel. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes is pleased to provide these national Sharing the Victory radio broadcasts each week on this station. We hope you like hearing outstanding Christian athletes and coaches like Tony Dungy, Sean Alexander, Jake Peavy, and John Wooden share their personal relationships with Jesus Christ. Since 1954, FCA has had the vision of seeing the world impacted for Jesus Christ by the influence of athletes and coaches. These radio programs are the newest piece of that vision. Their continuance and growth of sharing the victory is dependent on donations from ministry friends such as you. If these programs are ministering to you, would you be kind enough to let us know and help us with your tax-deductible donations? You may contact us during weekdays at Sharing the Victory by calling 866-STV-5031. That's 1-866-STV-5031. Five zero three one. Thank you very much. And now back to sharing the victory with our host Ron Brown. Our guest today is Danny Bugs, the director of urban ministry for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in the city of Atlanta, Georgia. 
First of all, welcome to the show, and uh, thanks Thank for being you, on. Thank you, Man, it's great to be with you, brother. Dan, I wanted to talk to you a little bit, just starting off with what you're doing now uh, with urban ministry. Would you talk to us about what that's all about, what's happening in America's cities? Well, you know, Ron, when I look at uh, what what the inner city ministry look like, uh, I, I just see uh, uh, just like the walls and when Nehemiah was building the walls back in Jerusalem, uh, that's what's happening here in the, in the inner city ministry of Atlanta through FCA, uh, which has never been a visible tool here in the inner city. Uh, God just opened up some doors to get a ministry like that going here and uh and there's uh, historical black colleges here, uh, Morehouse, Clark, and Spelman. FCA just haven't been on those campuses. And thanks be to God that he allowed us to get on those campuses last year. Hmm. You know, Danny, uh, it makes a ton of sense for FCA to be smack dab in the middle of the inner city. And, I mean, we talk about all the things, the, the woeful things that are there, like the drugs and the alcohol and the, the violence and all kinds of other issues. But I'll tell you, there's two things there that make very good sense for FCA to be there, that where hearts can be won. One is that there's sports there. You're going to find a ton of kids in the, in the inner city who love athletics. But uh-huh. even more importantly, you're going to find a lot of churches, a lot of preaching of the gospel. I'm not saying it's all authentic, but there is a, a, a high level of authentic preaching of the Word of God in Jesus Christ in the inner city. And that is a great combination. That is exactly what our ministry should be about. Yes. Well, you know, Ron, we talk about sports, and we say FCA, and we look at athletics, and then if you look at football, you got majority of African Americans in football, and then majority of African Americans in basketball, mm-hmm. and then you look and see where these guys came from. They came from the inner city, mm-hmm. and regardless if you go to Nebraska, Oklahoma, Florida, and you look at their rosters, they come to the inner city to get these kids out of the inner city, take them to a, a rural community, take them to wherever they, they, that school is. And so I think we have a responsibility to them before they leave home to give them Jesus. And so I think this is a, you know, we talk about the melting pot uh, of, the, of the ground, a solid ground for us to do ministry in the high schools and the middle schools and on the college campuses. It's in the inner city. There haven't been any ministry to the inner city kids before they go off to school. And and we know what the statistics say about uh, college kids going to church once they get on campus. Only 4% of them uh, continue to go to church. Hmm. So there's a great need. And so I just thank God that, you know, out of all my journey, he brought me back here to settle me and set me here and to establish the inner city ministries not only here, but at other uh, historical black colleges on uh, campuses and in inner cities throughout. Mm, Amen. Well, Danny, thank you for being available for sharing the victory. And uh, we've uh, enjoyed having Danny Bugs, the director of urban ministry in Atlanta for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, former NFL player and a great spokesman for the Lord Jesus Christ. Danny, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Ron. Have a great day, man. You too now. God bless you. Our next guest will be former Air Force Academy head football coach Fisher DeBerry. I knew who was in charge of the program here at the Academy. It certainly wasn't, wasn't Fisher DeBerry. This is Sharing the Victory, the national weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes.
In the November issue of Sharing the Victory magazine, you'll go inside the locker room of the Detroit Lions and experience a story of faith and changed lives. You'll also read about Pro Football Hall of Famer Bruce Matthews. And as in every issue, you'll find a challenging and insightful column by Ron Brown. Order your subscription to Sharing the Victory magazine by calling 1-866-STV-5031. That's 866-STV-5031 or go to sharingthevictory.com. There is a common place for student-athletes and coaches to go to strengthen their faith in Christ. At my FCA huddle. There's a place to be encouraged to face the trials and temptations of life. At my FCA huddle. There is a place to receive confidence to share the light of Christ. At my FCA huddle. FCA huddles meet on junior high, high school, and college campuses all across America. To find one near you or to learn how to start one up, call toll-free 866-STV-5031 or go to fca.org. And now back to Sharing the Victory with our host, Ron Brown. Where are they now? Our featured guest is Fisher DeBerry, the great head football coach at the Air Force Academy, a one-time National Coach of the Year, three-time Western Athletic Conference Coach of the Year from 1984 through 2006. Coach DeBerry, one of the things that I appreciated about you the most was that you took teams that were not supposed to be nationally ranked and you beat a ton of teams that were and you ended up in the top 10 and then the top 20 a number of times first of all welcome to the show and secondly give us some insight on uh, what that was all about for those years at the air force academy well thank you ron and uh, first of all let me say uh, how proud i am of you and your career and the things that you're doing for fca and the uh, advent of the uh, of the radio show for fca and i know it's going to have a tremendous impact upon young people throughout this uh, nation during the coming year. But uh, uh, we felt so blessed, uh, certainly, to be able to stay at the Academy as long as we did. But uh, we believe so strongly in the mission of the Academy, and we're so proud to serve the quality of young people that uh, that we had. But, uh, you know, better than I that you don't do anything by yourself. And we were mm. blessed, certainly, to have the opportunity to uh, coach with uh, outstanding men of character and Certainly we're blessed to have some outstanding players and enjoyed every minute. Never felt like we went to work a day you know, in our lives. Everything was just such a joy and so much fun. Coach, the, uh, the men at the service academies, uh, the Air Force Academy, West Point, the Naval Academy, uh, certainly these men are, are in a paramount position right now. As you know, we're at war. I'm thinking in terms of the higher calling for you. Uh, most of your players were not going to the National Football League, but they were preparing for World War. They were preparing to defend our nation. And what privilege was that for you? And uh, how did that affect how you coached them on that football field? Well, Ron, it was an awesome uh, privilege and, and a great responsibility and one that our coaching staff didn't take lightly. And we uh, uh, talked all the time uh, over our staff about we were there to serve our players and not our players serve us. And we wanted the spirit of, uh, of service uh, to penetrate uh, you know, the entire program. But uh, we felt an awesome responsibility because, as you say, uh, all of our players are, uh, know whenever they uh, come to the academy that they are going to have a military commitment of, of at least five years. And 
And, uh, of course, a lot of them choose to go on and be career officers in the Air Force. But uh, I, you and I know that the reason we were in coaching was uh, certainly to help people be better and better people, not just better players. That's what, you know, coaching is all about. It was always uh, a little higher calling than just playing football, I felt, uh, here at the academy. Well, Coach, at the end of your career, uh, you were brought to the forefront in regards to taking a strong stance biblically. Uh, you um, made it very clear from uh, some of the what you believed in, in in terms of your relationship with Jesus Christ, some of the things that you posted up in your locker room, that Jesus Christ really was front and center in your life. You didn't force it on your players. Nevertheless, the media got after you with that. Could you talk to us a little bit about what God was instructing you through that and what he was calling you in regards to your public stance for Jesus Christ? Well, it's like I, I said, Ron, I really think that he was faithful if you don't have uh, something to hang on to and have your faith and know that that uh, that someone is there if you lean on them and ask for their wisdom and their guidance that ultimately you can you can find uh, that support and that encouragement and that strength and uh, you know I just think it's important to try to be uh, who you are you know in 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 those situations and uh, and uh, you know I think it's important that uh, uh, that we uh, try to honor God in everything that uh, that we do because he's given us certainly his all and uh, and I think that that's the least thing that he could uh, expect from us well coach uh, you know that that's one of the reasons why the FCA feels a strong affinity with you and and you were inducted into uh, FCA's Hall of Champions in 2005 we want to congratulate you for that uh, but I know that you're not taking the credit for it I know you give the glory to the Lord Jesus Christ what now? What do you think God is leading you to now that you're uh, no longer coaching? Well, we're asking him for wisdom every day. We knew it was the right time for us to, to retire because we'd had 44 years of coaching. But we have, uh, uh, Ann and I have uh, established a foundation, a foundation for uh, single parents uh, uh, who are attempting to raise children. You know, uh, national stats tell us today one out of every four young people in this country live in a single-parent family, and 87% of them uh, live with mom. And so uh, mom sometimes has to or dad work a couple of jobs to make financial ends meet. So any way that we can create uh, scholarship opportunities for kids to go to FCA conferences or camps or Young Life uh, or to uh, have after-school tutoring or to help uh, computers or or to buy a $100 pair of sneakers to play varsity basketball, just to have life-changing mm-hmm. experiences. Well, Coach, you've left quite a legacy, and God bless you for what you're doing, Coach, in and out of coaching. And um, I just thank you for being on the interview with us today. Uh, you've blessed us. Well, Ron, you're always uh, certainly an inspiration to me and always have been, and uh, we share so much in common. And uh, I know God's going to use the radio show and continue to use FCA in a mighty way to to reach young people in this nation, and we want to try to do everything we can in support of young people. Well, we've been talking to one of America's great leaders, Fisher DeBerry, in this segment, Where Are They Now? Coming up next, Coach's Corner with Les Steckle. As you know, Thanksgiving is next Thursday, and that is a favorite time for me. Les will have some thoughts on this special holiday when Sharing the Victory continues. Sharing the Victory is more than just a radio program or magazine. Sharing the Victory is available 24 hours a day at SharingTheVictory.com. At SharingTheVictory.com, you can click on radio and listen to the program online or subscribe to the podcast. 
There's also articles, testimonies from athletes and coaches, and a place for you to submit story ideas. You can also download Sharing the Victory wallpaper for your computer. Check us out online at sharingthevictory.com. That's sharingthevictory.com. Coaches will be the focus on the next Sharing the Victory. Ron Brown visits with Tony Dungy, head coach of the defending Super Bowl champion Indianapolis Colts. To really understand that, hey, it's the Lord's favor that caused this. I think we all know that, but but sometimes Satan tries to to blind us to that fact. And Jerry Moore of Appalachian State University. Uh, I think preparation is the key to a successful day and is the reason for, or one of the reasons for the success that we had against Michigan. Listen next weekend to Sharing the Victory. Hi, Ron Brown back again with you. I love hosting this show, but I want you to finish strong with me today. One of my favorite November college football stories dates me back to 1990. I was on the sidelines as an assistant football coach for the University of Nebraska, and we were playing Colorado for the Big 8 championship. Both teams undefeated, and the winner of this game would play in the Orange Bowl for the national championship. It was a huge game. Colorado brought in a great running back named Eric Bieniemy, short, squatty, quick, powerful back who we knew that we had to contain in this game. Well, guess what? Eric Bieniemy cost his team dearly in the first three quarters of that football game. He fumbled the ball three times during that time, and we converted a couple of them for scores. Going into the fourth quarter, Nebraska was leading 12 to nothing. We seemingly had the game in hand. I'm thinking Coach Bill McCartney, the head football coach at Colorado, was going to bench Eric Pianemi at that point because there were just too many good running backs at Colorado to keep a guy in the game who's been fumbling the ball like that. But lo and behold, number 32 was right back out in the game in the fourth quarter. And not only that, Coach McCartney must have known something the rest of the football world didn't know because he kept feeding the ball to Eric Pianemi time after time. By the end of the night, Eric Pianemi scored four touchdowns in the fourth quarter alone to lead Colorado to a great comeback victory over Nebraska, 28-12. to Not only did Colorado win that football game, they went on to the Orange Bowl and won, and Colorado that year won the national championship led by a very inspired Eric Bieniemy. I saw Eric Bieniemy that next year at a pro football camp, and I challenged him, and I said, man, why did Coach Mack leave you in the game like that? And he had a big smile on his face because he recognized something that Coach Mack had given him that's so important for all of us, and that is grace. Coach McCartney, while Eric Bieniemy was fumbling the ball over and over again, still offered what we call grace, undeserved kindness and merit to be restored, not only back in the game, but to keep giving him the ball. As I think of that story, I'm reminded of the grace God has offered me. You know what? I have fumbled and fumbled and fumbled in life. If you knew all the bad things that I've done, you would never let me near this microphone. I stand before you here today only because God put me back in the game. Yes, and he kept feeding me the ball. In the midst of me being a sinner, Christ went to the cross and died for me. Since I've become a believer, I still have sin in my life that I need God's daily grace from. And he offers it with a grace ball and his grace arms all around me. And you know that's true for you. There are some of you out there who think, I- I've done too many bad things in my life. I'm like the enemy. I've fumbled and fumbled. And you've gotten stares from other people that would send you to the bench, even fellow Christians, but not God. That is not who he is. Like the prodigal son, God is looking for you, wanting to restore you, not just bringing you back in the home, but restoring you as a son. Have you received God's clean slate today? 
no matter what you've done in your life, would you come clean with the Lord Jesus Christ? Would you confess your sin, repent, and follow the Lord Jesus and receive his grace in full? Would you also allow him to put you at the spot where you keep running the ball for him? Get back in the game. Get off that bench. Jesus is waiting for you. And that's what it means to finish strong. It's now time for Coach's Corner with Les Steckel. As Thanksgiving approaches next week, I'm once again looking forward to that day with my family and a long-standing tradition we have. Every year, we're each asked to bring to the table a list of 10 things for which we're especially thankful. During the meal, each of us reads his or her list out loud and shares what has meant the most to them in the past 12 months. We start at number 10 and go around the table hearing from everyone's list and repeat the process for items 9 through 1. This Thanksgiving report actually takes several hours, but talk about quality time with your family. This always creates a wonderful atmosphere of both gratefulness and humility, and to hear how God is working in each life of our family. And when was the last time you thanked the Lord for saving you from the death penalty? You and I rightly deserve. The Bible makes it very clear that all men are sinful. You and I live in an imperfect world. We know all men like us are. The only one who walked this earth and was perfect was Jesus Christ. Thankfully, we were created by a loving God who paid the penalty for our sins, for us, when he allowed himself to be crucified, the most brutal kind of death ever devised. Since then, all we have to do is to receive the free gift of grace that is offered to us and accept the death of Jesus as the payment for our sins. That simple plan allows us access to heaven and to God the Father. If that doesn't merit a real thank you, then I certainly don't know what does. How about you? Are you thankful? Are you grateful? I challenge you this Thanksgiving to establish a new tradition of thankfulness. Being a former coach, I know coaches were called copycats. Please feel free to copy the Steckel family tradition of the top 10 list of Thanksgiving. Have a thankful and enjoyable Thanksgiving. God bless. What a great show. And we're going to have another one next week. We'll talk to some amazing coaches. Tony Dungy of the Indianapolis Colts and Jerry Moore, the head football coach at Appalachian State. That's right, the same coach that took his 1AA football team into the big house at the University of Michigan and knocked off the Wolverines in day one of the season opener in college football. Listen, Thanksgiving is an awesome time to be reminded of the wonderful blessings we've received from the Lord Jesus Christ. You better make that a great day. And we're going to talk to you next week on FCA's national radio show, Sharing the Victory. Don't forget to catch us on the web. Our address is sharingthevictory.com. You can click on radio and listen to this or previous programs or subscribe to the podcasts. Also at sharingthevictory.com, you can send us any questions or comments you have about the program, and you can nominate an athlete or coach for one of our features. If you prefer to call or write, you can do that as well. The phone number is toll-free, 1-866-STV-5031. Again, that's 1-866-788-5031. The address for sharing the victory is 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Again, that's 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. 
When you call or write, make sure you tell us the call letters of the station you're listening to. We thank you for listening today. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.